Hello and welcome. You are listening to Dad's Gaming Corner. This is episode 14. I am your host, Michael Masick, and joining me is my incredible co-host, the best co-host that money could buy, Jaden Masick. Jaden, how are you, my son? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. This is episode 14, and the title tonight's episode is Quarantined Gaming. Uh, you might be self-quarantining yourself, or you might just not have anywhere to go because everything is shut down. And so because of that, we are going to skip through a lot of the uh, what we're doing right now. Uh, we've limited the news to just one segment because we want to specifically talk about what are some of our favorite games to play that we want to pass along to you fine folks while you're at home quarantined. Or at least maybe you're not quarantining yourself, but the world is quarantining you know, itself from you. So anyway... Uh, we do have uh, my brother Johnny returning for tonight's episode. So, Johnny, won't you say hi to everyone? Hey, how's everyone doing today? Uh, Johnny is joining us remotely, and so um, uh, the mic's a little bit off, but that's okay. We're going to have a, a great show. So, uh, it's a little bit late on our end here, but we're going to get a show out because we told you last week that we would have the show out on time, and by golly, George G. Willikers, we're going to get it done. So, what does that even mean? By golly, George G. Willikers. I've never well, heard you, that it, in my life. It, it's a Hebrew and Greek meaning. you got to <laughs> dig the Hebrew. Oh, wow. By golly. And when you dig it, it means by golly. And then George G. Willikers, that's Greek. And so when you when you dig it in the, in the Greek, it means, the first part means George. Then you have G. Willikers, which is a compound of two words, uh, will and then curse. And so it literally means Willikers when you put them together. So it actually means, translates, by golly, George G. Willikers. You're never going to say that again, are you? <laughs> Jaden, I expect you to know these things. Come that on. was a waste of not only our time, but of airtime and the listener's time. So, um, yeah. So, Johnny, how are you doing? We haven't talked to you in a little while. What? He was on the I'm doing week. pretty good. But, yeah, it's been a week. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. I think the burning question, at least in my, my, uh, you know, for me, and then maybe for Johnny's or for Jaden as well, um, is what did your did your did your wife? Let me rephrase this: not what, but did your wife truly appreciate the heartfelt message that you sent her last week? Oh yeah, that um, Shake Rider quite a reaction to that. So it was a mission successful. So so th- so this is a very PG rated show. So I just have to ask: Did you get some love? Got some love. There you go. So now Good you know. <laughs> Jaden's over here smiling. So uh, now you know what you need to get some love. (laughs) There you go. Now we know. Oh, my goodness. All right, well, let's go ahead and just jump straight into the news because we have a packed show for y'all tonight. And so just one piece of news. Uh, Gaming and live streaming have risen globally amid the COVID-19 virus that's going on right now. And so according to a news source, and this is several different ones, both one here in the U.S. and then one in the U.K. that I was reading, um, U.S. telecom firm Verizon found that online gaming has increased by 75% during peak hours here in North America while streaming is up 12%. And I thought that was crazy when I read that, 75% uh, gaming and while streaming is up 12%. Actually, I expected streaming to be up a lot higher than that. Now, again, these aren't fully official numbers, and this is only going through Verizon Telecom you know, here, and they do both wireless as well as you know, you know, high, you know, uh, high-speed streaming in different areas like for residentials. Uh, but so there's a lot of other companies to take in consideration. I do think that streaming is probably higher. But still, 75% uh, for gaming, 12% for streaming, and overall web traffic is up nearly 20%. But social media, as far as their network goes, has 
pretty much remained flat. And I thought that was found that one interesting. And so, what are y'all's thoughts on this? One of y'all go. Oh, I thought he was well, going to go first. You can go first. You can go ahead. <laughs> well, you're the host, you know. So I can definitely see uh, how he's the co-host, but just just saying. Co-host, uh, apologies. Uh, I can definitely see how online gaming has gone up. I know I've been spending a lot more time online because uh, you only do so much in a day, you know. Um, only so, I can definitely only see so how much that love is. to be had in a day. Only so much love to be had. <laughs> Oh, God bless. Yes, so um, I can definitely uh, make sense to me. I've spent at least 75% more time online. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, and you, and because of your job, you actually are spending a lot more time at home than you normally would. I do, and that is absolutely true. Yeah, I can say definitely for my household, um, gaming is going way up. I'm not sure how much of it is. Well, I guess right now it is online. We are, um, we are just pouring hours into Animal Crossing. So a lot of that is online. But uh, yeah, so Jaden, what are your thoughts on this? Um, that's pretty crazy, man. 75% is a lot of percent. You know, um, that's only North America, though. You know, what about all the other places? I wonder how much percent they're going up, you know? You know? I, I don't have the article in front of me, but I was reading an article. You know, Spain is completely shut down. And I was reading an article about, um, you know, we call it soccer, but, you know, a football match over there. And how they had a couple of professional football players come together to play FIFA 19. And they did it, they streamed it like through Twitch or whatever. I'm not sure what they used, but they streamed it online. And they had a stadium, you know, quote unquote, uh, size audience watching them play, you know, this, this <laughs> soccer game. Yeah. You know, so two professional soccer players awesome. playing soccer on, you know, on FIFA. FIFA. And then, uh, you know, an audience size of a stadium watching. And I just thought that, that's, it's crazy how, how in today's times that's what we're doing. You know, we can do in real life, a, a version of it in the virtual realm. And I just thought that was pretty cool. You know, I tried FIFA one time, and I was garbage at it. You know, I really like soccer on um, on uh, Nintendo or Xbox or whatever else. And so I, I want to get back and try uh, try FIFA. I've been trying, you know, NBA 2K20. I feel like I'm getting better. But uh, I'd like to go back and give uh, soccer a try. They still don't have a good baseball game on, on Switch. And to be fair... There's not really a good baseball game on any console right now, except for PlayStation. They have, um, I think it's called, it's called, ah, it's called the game or the show. Ah, I, I should have it ready, but anyway, it's called either the game or the show, something like that, or maybe the ticket. No, the ticket's a radio show. Anywho, it's a good baseball game, hmm. but then there's not a good one right now on Switch or Xbox, and there there needs to be one. So, um, but that does it for the news, and so let's go ahead and talk about the main topic: quarantined gaming, and so. We spent a lot of time, uh, Jade and I did, uh, you know, with the rest of my family, and talking about what are some what are some good games that we would want to recommend to other people. Now, here are some of the criteria. Uh, we did want a game that was multiplayer, okay? So not just you by yourself, because one of the things about being quarantined is just yes, you have a lot of time to game, but one of the things about being quarantined is the fact that you're not seeing other people, and so we wanted games that you could play with other people. Um, online, you know, get on the phone, get on some kind of voice chat, whatever, and then play games with them. And that way you can interact with them in the virtual space. And so that was one of the requirements. Another requirement was, um, so online, so yeah, I'm sorry. So family games, another one was um, it needed to have an online component. Um, and and it needed to be good. We didn't want to put a game on here that wasn't good. And so I, I know that as you're listening to the show, there's probably going to be a lot of games that you thought of that we haven't thought of that you're going to name right off the bat. Uh, but just these are some of our, our top picks. And then at the end, we do have uh, a few. Looks like we've got three 
uh, single player games that we'll talk about as well, and then we'll jump, jump into it. So um, as we hit each one of these, we're going to give you the rating as far as, you know, the actual, um, you know, like if it's rated E or, you know, T for teen or what or whatnot, as well as our own personal rating as far as what's our scale of one out of 10. So the first one that we're going to be talking about right now is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Now, this is rated E for everyone. It is exclusive on the Nintendo Switch, and um, we've talked about this game in depth on our, uh, I guess it was two shows ago, so we won't talk too much more about it. Um, but one of the things that's interesting about Animal Crossing New Horizons for the Switch is that you can play this in local mode. So if let's say, uh, Johnny, let's say you and Patty had one copy of this game, which I know, I'm pretty sure Patty just got a copy of the game, right? Right, yeah, so we actually do have one copy of the game. So, okay, so what y'all can do is if Patty's the main player and she goes in there and starts her island and everything else, and this goes for, you know, a whole household. Um, Patty goes in, she starts her house, or starts her, her tent, and then she's upgrading things and she's collecting all the fruit and she's paying off Tom Nook, which, by the way, could I expose Tom Nook for the crook he is right now? I just, I've, I've got to get He's this always off. On I've no got steel. to get this off my chest. If you've played any version of Pocket, I'm sorry, any version of Animal Crossing or maybe Pocket Camp for you know the mobile devices, it's called Animal Crossing. Have you noticed that there's no other people in this game? They're all animals. And then let's let's mm. go a step further. So you're not only you the only you are the only human. They're you know um, they're all animals. But here's the other thing: Tom Nook owns everything. He he has a smile on his face, but he's greedy. I mean, some of these upgrades are a lot of bells. He's constant. My next house upgrade is 2.5 million bells. That's insane. And here's what I found out in the game. After, you know, spending about 50 hours into the game so far, I've got invested. Um, I'm doing things for Tom. Not just because, you know, like, well, I need to, you know, raise money. He has a way of manipulating me to do what he wants. So I feel like his dog. Like, he's like... Hey, Michael, you want, you want this bone? Just go find me these butterflies. Go find me these fossils. Go, you know, just, you know, go collect some more sticks. I mean, he's constantly, I mean, one of the first things you do in the game, if not the first thing, is go collect five branches. Yeah. What do you tell your dog? Fetch, boy, fetch. <laughs> you know, and you whistle, fetch, boy, fetch. Yeah. I'm telling you, this, this game, for, Tom Nook's a crook, and two, I feel like I'm the pet. Because if you look at all the other animals, there's nothing. And then what can you eventually build or get, you know, as a DIY? A dog house and a little dog bowl feeder. Yeah. Now, are there any dogs in the game that's going to eat from no, that? They're for you. No, do you, there, there's no dog in the game that's going to eat from that. Who are they for? They're for you. So I'm just I'm ex, I'm just exposing now, the game for what it is. I'm not supporting him on this. I've just heard him say it at least 96 times, so I know what Tell he's saying. Tell me that I'm wrong. You're wrong. Why, how am I wrong? Because that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. But everything I'm saying, I mean, come on now. It's You're the island representative. It's where you live. Someone has to get raise the money. And what do you do your dog when they come up to you? Oh, good boy. I love you, good boy. And then the dog think. what does the dog think? I'm the most special person in the world. And how does Tom Nook make you feel? You're the most special person in the world. We, oh, by the we way, provide the money I love and the you resources. so much. Why don't you get? You know what it feels like? Okay, I just got. I mean, it's not really a spoiler, but it is a spoiler. If if you haven't played Bioshock by now and beaten it, then then I'm I'm sorry, man. It's such a good spoiler. I don't want to. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say something about Bioshock, the first game. If you haven't played it yet and you don't want a spoiler, now's your chance. Skip forward 30 seconds and I'll be done. At the very end of the game, when you beat the game, there's a hook. 
where you find out the whole time this man's been saying to you, would you kindly? Oh, and every time he says, would you kindly? He says, like, would you kindly go open this door at the south end of the, of, the, of the complex? Would you kindly restore power? Would you kindly? And what you find at the end of the game is, is that he's been manipulating you. That Every time he says, would you kindly, you must do what he says. And at the end, he makes you murder somebody by saying, would you kindly? And then if you go back and play the game from the very beginning, from the moment you step into Rapture City, he says, hey, I'm glad to see you. Hey, would you kindly go grab a radio? And you're like, and you find out he's been controlling me this entire game. That's kind of creepy. This is what, and I just got chills talking about it. This is what Tom Nook does. Hey, Island Representative. Okay, it's I not love you. That bad. Hey, you know what? I've got this great addition to my house. You don't need it, but if you want it, bring me... 2.5 okay, okay, okay. million to bells, fair, and it's yours. That's our house. So if we want to upgrade it, then we're going to have to pay for it. It's ours. Does anything... So, okay. Inclines. Bridges. You pay for anything. I've got... Uh, uh, okay, you I'm up know. To, I'm, up, I'm up to, uh, I think, six villagers living on my island. They don't do jack of my island. They you don't know pick you flowers. Only make the they don't. For they yourself. don't water my. They don't water my flowers. They don't pick fruit. But they don't you do invest. everything for yourself. You make the inclines to make it easier I'm on just yourself saying, to get I'm up just to the saying, high level. So you, you I'm just saying. I'm just it. saying. Tom Nook is a crook, and we spent too much time on Animal Crossing. Anyway, Anyways. Animal Crossing New Horizons rated E for everyone. Um, the way it's great as a multiplayer game is that if <laughs> going back to this is uh, if if so, John, in your case, if Patty's playing it, she can pour in two or three hours. You can start the game up under your profile. And it looks like you're starting a new game, but when you get there, you're actually landing on Patty's Island. So you all share the same island, but you can set up two separate homes, do everything you want separately in your own homes. Um, So you can have fun playing it as a couple. It can also get frustrating because Patty might be setting up her island a certain way, you know, planting trees, digging up trees, planting flowers. She may have been trying to crossbreed flowers for like three days, planting them, watering them. And then you come through right when they bloom and just run right through them and knock off all the petals. And then Patty's like, you're on the couch tonight. No more love for you. <laughs> so anyway, but it's a, it's, it's a great game. You can also do it. What's fun is you can also uh, get uh, co-op locally uh, with what we're talking about right now with four controllers and one TV. Or you can get four switches locally and come together uh it also supports up to eight players wirelessly as far as online so like uh so for example if i open my island to all my friends i could have seven friends join me and just have a just have a ball with it so oh and by the way um earlier when you said you had at least 50 hours in this game Mm -hmm. um, i'm looking here at your switch at your play activity and it says you have 80 hours or more 80 hours? Yeah, not 50. <laughs> 80 or more. I guess it was, yeah, I thought it was 50 hours. Or so. Okay, 80 hours. Anyways, so, you know. Wow, so I, I cannot really believe the game this. Yet. I cannot believe Okay, go ahead. What, Johnny? Nothing. So I haven't really started the game yet. Patty played a little bit. But I feel like now when I start playing, I'm going to have like this bias towards this Nooks guy or whoever he is. Dude, the whole totally. Time. Like, totally. This guy's just evil. Totally. He's trying, trying to manipulate it's me. It's about manipulation. That's what he's, he's, that, that's what he's about. He's about manipulation. So. Although at the beginning of the oh, game, he's kind of bossy. He's kind of bossy at the beginning of the game. You remember when you... Dude! He's kind of mm. bossy. Okay. He's you like, are here, proving my point. He's like, point. Here, here, get your phone out. And then you have it out. And he's like, okay, you can put it away now. And you're like, oh, um... He tells you, bring me five and branches. He's like, and he's he like, tells you can go you, to sleep now. Bring me, your, bring me the bugs. He's he like, yeah, bring you, me some bugs. Bring me some fish. And then he says, like what you just said, hey, why don't you go take a nap for a little bit? Yeah. What do we say to Allie? Allie, get in your bed. Yeah. Come here, Allie. Allie's Allie, our dog, by the way. Allie, you want to eat? She's not like Allie, my you want to go outside? 
That would be kind of funny if it was your sister. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's going to call CPS. Anyway, we're not going there. Um, Anyway, great game. We think it would be great for, you know, while you're quarantined and everything else. So uh, if you you don't own a Switch but you want to get into some Animal Crossing action – uh, Pocket Camp is surprisingly a good version. A good version as far as a mobile game goes, uh, it's free to download. Uh, there is pay to play options, but you could really. I mean, uh, my wife played it for what do we say? Almost two years. Pocket Camp. Yeah. 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 And she played for almost two years, and I don't think she ever spent a dime of mm. real money. Um, but it's a great little way. It's a miniature version of Pocket Camp of, of Animal Crossing. And you can get that both for iOS and Android. So if you're interested in it to uh, Animal Crossing, but you want to try it out right now, just go to your app store and just download it. It's called Animal Camp Pocket. Uh, oh. I'm sorry, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Yep. It's a little late, and I'm a little tongue-tied here. Yeah. Uh, Jay, how would you rate Animal Crossing New Horizons? Um, I don't know. You know, um, at least a nine. I'm not sure if I can give it that full 10, though. So here's my thing. Um, it's a solid, it's a strong 9 for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, based on how many hours I've put into it, I'd almost want to say it a 10, but it's not a, let me say this. They did a incredible 10 out of 10 job of making that hook mechanic that we talked about on the previous episode. Yeah. Um, but it's no Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. And there's no way I'm rating this as a, as a masterpiece with Breath of the Wild. I mm-hmm. mean, Breath of the Wild is a game of its own. So, anyway, uh, Johnny, if you get some time into it, next time we're on the show, you're going to need to let us know what you think about it. Will do. All right, so the next game on our list, if you're you know quarantined at home and, and maybe you've got a bunch of kids in your household, is Super Mario Party. It's rated E for everyone. Again, this is another Switch exclusive. Don't worry, these won't all be Switch exclusivities. Uh, exclus- there's the word. Um, but this is a great game. We've been playing Mario uh, Mario Party since uh, the Wii, I guess, as a family. I played yeah. a couple on the N64, or maybe it was the GameCube, actually. I think it was the GameCube, actually. But, um, yeah, so Super Mario Party is a reboot of the Mario Party franchise. I think Mario Party ended with version 10. Do we have 8 and 9 or 9 and 10? I think we had Do you remember back on the Wii? 8 and 9. We had 8 and 9. And on the Wii U, they brought up version 10. Um, eight was one of the last good versions. The kind of and, and they were all kind of mixed on the GameCube and the Wii and the Wii U. It just kept going down. Um, I thought this was a and so instead of continuing it, they rebooted it with Super. Instead of just being Mario Party, it's Super Mario Party. Great game, especially with your kids. But um, let me just read read the little bit I have here for it. It says uh, Super Mario Party includes multiple game modes. The basic game is a four player board in the classic style. Though there are some board features that will throw new mechanics into the mix, such as characters, uh, dice blocks, that's when you get like a um, an ally to roll with you. There is also partner party mode where you can play in teams. And the thing about teams is when you do like a 2v2 on this game, it, it, it's almost like having eight boards. It's still the same four boards, but the rules on the board change. Yeah. Um, the the bread and butter of this game are are the mini games and the mini games are just great. That's where oh, yeah. you have all the fun. Um, you're so much fun. Oh, there's so many mini games, and mm-hmm. so basically after everybody has their turn rolling, it's like a, a game board and you're rolling dice and your characters move on the board. And after everyone's done one round of turns, then you play a mini game. And if you're playing teams, which is my favorite way, uh, then it's your team against the other team. And so outside of the core mechanic of the game or the main part of the game, which is the game boards, you also have uh, some mini games that you can go do. There's a dancing game, which uh, we haven't done. In that, real... No, we, that game was fun. Tr- well, okay, all right, right. No, no, that game was terrible. Okay, oh, on the dan- Okay, well, let me say this on the dancing. I don't, I don't know if we can say it's fun because do you remember how we did it? 
We sat down. Exactly. We sat down. It was fun sitting down, <laughs> and we, though. And we, just, we basically, you and me, because, you know, we both play instruments, you know, musical instruments. Yeah. We were just, you know, we were doing the game with doing the with beat. The rhythm, yeah, yeah, we're just going with the rhythm. And so. It was fun, though. Yeah, but we weren't dancing. Well, yeah. Well, I don't like to dance, but yeah. the way we played it was fun. It was it was a it. fun game, and then there's that uh, river rafting one. The river rafting's that good. That one's fun. Now what's frustrating is when you're like, guys, row, no, stop rowing, row faster, row slower, get the balloon, dodge, whatever. Um, that can you know, that's where I need to like calm down and say this is a family game. It's okay. You start getting competitive. Yeah. yeah. Um. Now, Johnny, I know you've played Super Mario Party with uh uh Patty's family. So how where would you where would you rate Super Mario Party from one to ten? Um, that's a really fun game. I would, I'll probably give it a solid eight. Um, it's my favorite mode of that is the actual board game itself. Like that mode of it where, you know, you roll the dice and you get the power ups or the, the items I should say. Um, and then all the little mini games where you can get coins and all the comebacks. Uh, it's a really fun game. Uh, I cannot stand the dancing one cause I have zero rhythm <laughs> and, it's it's bad. It's yeah. No, I don't. I don't do that one. I don't uh, partake in that. So um, so um, do you prefer the single player where it's like one, you know one versus one versus one versus one? I'm not sure if I added that up right. That should have been four. Or the like the team mode two 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 versus two. Are you talking about like the board game or like the on the, mini on games? the board game on the board game? Because the board game translates to the mini games as well. Mm-hmm. I think I've only done. Like free for all. I don't think I've ever done teams. Oh, okay. the team you, mode. I like the team mode better. Yeah, you're really missing out on the team mode. That's generally how we play. Now, um, unfairly so, Jaden and I just we happen to be the best gamers in the in the family. Yeah. That's just that's just the reality. Um, Jaden's been playing games longer than Caleb. I'm just I've grew up playing games, and so we played this. Uh, we re- recently went out of town right when you know COVID nineteen got pretty big here in Texas, and so we we went out of town for about I think it was. Three nights, four days, something like that. Yeah, took the switch with us, and uh, it, it, we played Mario Party. And it's just when Jade and I team up, we slaughter, dominate. Yeah, it's like I think so. <laughs> you you play all these mini games with you know you're playing. At, we do. I think it was the was it fifteen rounds? It's was it yeah. 10, 15, or twenty? We, we generally 15. do fifteen. So you're doing a minimum of fifteen mini games. That doesn't count the extra blocks you step on. And so we lost one mini game. Yeah, one to, to one. Melissa and Caleb, and I don't even know how we lost it. Yeah, that I think was it weird. was just an off round, and we slaughtered them. We had I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. Round. It, and was, then, it was and crazy. Then. We have we had over how many coins do we have? Do you remember Jay? Over it was over a hundred. It was a hundred and something. Hundred and some coins, uh-huh. and then we had like was it five stars? No, 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 no. no, no, no. It was nine, wasn't no, it? We had nine stars to their. Th- Three. So there's three, yeah, and then we got all the bonus stars. At yeah, the end. that's before the bonus stars. So then we got double digit stars with the bonus because we got every single bonus. It was star all said and done. We had eleven stars, and they had three stars. I think. Yep. We dominated. So to make it fair, what we so, try to do is we split it up: me and Caleb, and then like Melissa and Jaden. So do y'all? If it's if it's on teams, do y'all just like pull resources, or how does that work? Yeah. So one of the cool things about uh, the team play is that so on, on the single player. Where it's you know one versus one versus one versus one, um, you there's a set pattern on the board that you have to walk, kind of like Monopoly. You have to go the same way. You have to pass pass go. You have to collect two hundred dollars and all that kind of stuff. Um, with team mode, there's no set pattern. Uh, this but also the star changes location every time. So we're in single player mode. The star is always at the same location. In team mode, 
the star changes locations all throughout the game. Every time you collect it, it goes to another location. You collect it, it goes to another hmm. location. And so you determine how you want to go. And uh, like you could both go after the star, or you could say, man, I know once I get there, it's going to move to the other side of the board. And so you can strategize, and you can split. split up. Right. And so um, all the coins we gather, we share. And then um, all the items we collect, we share as well. Yeah, and so, then you know, in the mini in the mini games, we're both they're, they're like team games. So yeah. we'll, we'll it's us two against them two in the mini game. You know, yeah. stuff like that. So oh, much cool. fun. Yeah, it's it's it really is a lot of fun. In fact, next time uh, you and Patty come, maybe Wednesday night when you and Patty come over, we can. Uh, oh yeah, we can play some. So that'd be, I, Wait, I'd actually tomorrow, really enjoy that. It? Yeah, it's tomorrow night. Oh, I see. Ooh, I just hey, I, that's hey, normally I, you I, don't I, even. Can I, I just no nope. public service nope. announcement? Jayden, nope. Jayden, Jayden. PSA here. Jaden hit the mic, and I've yep. yet to hit the mic this this, this segment. Yeah, this but you show, hit so. it while we were uh, getting ready to record. Okay. You? Yeah. So let's go and rate it. Uh, Jaden, I'm sorry, Johnny, you gave this an eight out of ten. Uh, mm-hmm. Jay, what would you give this? I think I'd give it a seven. So I'm gonna give it. As far as playing it with my kids and playing it with the family, it's one of the best family games we have. So I'll give it a high eight. As games go in general, I'll give it a seven. Um, I think it's great. When we play it all together um, by myself, it's definitely something I don't want to play by myself. So no. I don't know. I wrote down a seven as my rating, um, and I think I'll stick to it. I, I think it's much yeah, better well, than some of the other ones, uh, but there's some improvement. So here's why. You know what? You know what? Okay, here's what I'll say. Here's why it's a seven. Uh-huh. The game's good enough to me for me to be a high eight, almost a nine. Okay. Um, it's ludicrous. It makes no sense why they have not given any DLC to this game. They could have easily dropped two more boards by now. This game yeah. has been out long enough. They've they've supported Splatoon. They've supported all these other games. Woo, Splatoon. Uh, but but take a game like um, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Hate that game. I really like that game. They game did, makes they me did, so did, mad. They did a fi- they did a five dollar paid DLC for that game. I would spend fifteen dollars DLC for Super Mario Party if it gave me new boards. I'd pay five dollars not to have Toad Captain Toad. I hate that game so much. The game is making. Did you even play that game. that game? Yes. Remember, you tried to get me into it, and I hated well, it. Well, you can play two players. I really like Captain Toad. Me. Well, anyway, I really like Captain Toad. All right, let's move on. Uh, we're a little bit behind in schedule here. Uh, the next game on our list is the Jackbox Party Games, and there we're not picking one in particular here. There are six different packs. And if you're new to Jackbox Party Games or have never played it, basically it's a pack of, you know, you know four, five, six games, depending on what you get. And um, I'm just going to pick one of random here. We'll do Jackbox Party Pack 3, which is, I think, probably our favorite as a family. We, have, we own packs 1, 2, 3, and I think we own 4 yeah, as well. Yeah, I, I think so. And so there are games like Gespionage. And so a, a brief description of Gespionage would be on the TV, it's asking a question. And, it'd be, and here's all it is. What percentage of people own a smartphone? Something like that. And then the, whoever's... Except it's, it's harder than whoever, that. Right. But whoever the current player is, you know, what percentage own a smartphone? Then you have to say, you have to pick the percentage, you know, between 1% to 100%. And then everyone else does their percentage. And so it's small little games like that, but they're fun. Uh, murder mysteries another fun quippage is a yeah. lot of fun um and the and all these games lots of them are like facts like just random facts mm-hmm. you know so like the espionage one they'll they'll ask like the most random like like it'll say what percentage of people do you think choose ketchup over mayonnaise on a burger it's just like the most random stuff like that that no one would know so you kind of have to guess based on like what you like and what your friends yep. like 
Because it's, 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 it's hard. It's harder than it sounds because it's just the most random things that nobody in the world would know. The Jackbox Party Games are rated T for teen. However, um, thankfully, on the newer ones, I don't think you can on, on the first pack, and I'm not sure about the second pack, but definitely pack three and moving forward. Uh, for most of the games, you can enable a family filter, and so the questions are, are a little bit milder. Um, we've Listen, I've played some uh, without the filter on. They're still not bad. They're just things I wouldn't want my kids reading, so... Um, so let me just read this to y'all. So most of the games included in the Jackbox party packs are playable with up to eight players. And what's unique about this game is that uh, this game is on every platform. When I say every platform, I literally mean every platform. It's on Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, Steam, Apple TV, Android TV, um, X, not XCOM, um, oh, what's that cable provider? Um, anyway... Uh, yeah, Comcast, Xfinity, something another. Uh, it, you can get this everywhere. It's just it's on every platform imaginable. And what's cool about that is that you don't need controllers. It's very unique. Where uh, if we were playing it on our Switch, or if I bought it for Apple TV, or if you bought it for like your 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 Kindle, you know, or I'm sorry, your uh, Amazon Fire that uses uh, Android or whatnot. whatnot. You could buy it for that and then have friends over and everyone just pulls out their smartphone and that becomes a controller for the game. So it's very unique in the way that you can draw anybody in. We can grab people that come over to our house for you know for dinner and say, hey, check out this game, pull out your smartphone, and they're not having to figure out a, a different kind of controller with well, which button do I press or anything. It's sent to your phone. It's really easy. It's easy enough that you know Caleb can play it and he's eight. Um, some of the games are a little bit over his head, but not, Jay's got it, you know, down. So it's, it's, it is a good, uh, 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 family game. Definitely a great multiplayer game for whether it be for a party or having people over. Um, you can get, get a little tricky with it and actually you play it remotely right now while you're quarantined. Um, you, the best way for you to do this is just to Google it, but you can, like if I had Jackbox running on my, on my MacBook, I could use some video software like, you know, Zoom, TeamViewer, or something like that, and then share my screen with up to eight, seven other players, and we could all play as if my screen was a TV, still using our phones. It's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and so outside of the eight players, you can also include an audience of up to 10,000 players online by sharing an online code, which is pretty cool. They don't play themselves, but they can give their own opinion. So like if you're doing a game that's multiple choice, like A through D, and you're not sure and you're not sure what to pick, uh, you can listen to the audience and they can do their own votes of like, you know, it's A or it's B and you can you go with that. And and there are some some Twitch players out there and other streamers and they'll do these big games with uh Jackbox and they'll have that kind of an audience, which is pretty cool. So uh Johnny, have you played this before? Um, I have. I've played it a few times with you know f- different friends and stuff. And one thing I really like about it is that some of the other modes, it's like you, there's a T-shirt and you have to design like a picture of it, uh, like anything you want on it, just any kind of picture on it. And then you also come up with captions and you mix and match. Uh, so it's really like a hundred percent creativity, like whatever you want to do with it. Uh, it's really like open like sandbox almost with that. It's like it's a lot of fun. It's you really, and you get to know your friends better. Even like who would draw this picture? Like, what is that? (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, so like, Oh, you know what? My friend Zach, that's definitely a Zach picture. Um, that's hilarious. So, so it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a lot of really creative. You have a lot of freedom to do what you want and highly recommend that game. Now, do you remember now again, there's six different packs out there. Uh, do you remember, um, any of the individual games themselves of which one's your favorite? 
Um, I like I said, I like the T-shirt one again a lot. I, think, I don't what know is that, which TKO. No, what's that? What's that one called? Do you remember? Is it TKO I or, think so. or T-shirt KO? Something like that. TKO. I think it's TKO. TKO. That sounds right. I'm not sure. It's my. It was my uh, friends that had it, so I'm not sure which. I didn't look at what it was called. I just know it's Jackbox. Uh, Jay, what's your favorite? Um, I'm not sure. I really like the Gespianage one. That one's lots of fun to me. The one with the percentages. Um, I also yeah. like the murder mystery party. Murder mystery party. Oh, that, that was a good fun. one. That was that, funny that one's too. funny. I like the the narrator. My yeah. favorite's probably the um, is it called Hands of Truth? Oh, I forgot about that one. That one's lots of fun too. Yeah, so that one's a game to where like uh, it would be um. So for example, they'll ask questions. And so like uh, to answer, you, you either have to make a facial expression, um, raise your hand, or you'll lift up your hand showing a number. So for example, one of the questions might be, and it might be you'll give a number. So that's how you answer. So the question will be, uh, how many speeding tickets have you ever received? And so if there's like eight of us playing, and Jaden's one of the ones playing, um, Jay, the way it works is everybody gets the same question, but one person is the faker. And the faker is trying to last as long as he can by blending in. And so on that particular question... But the faker gets a different question than No, he, it doesn't even get a question. It just says, you are the faker, try oh, to blend in. Oh, right, And right, so, right. for example, let's not do the speeding ticket. It may be like, um, how many showers do you take? Oh, here, here's a great example. Last week we played with, with a couple, and it said, how many showers do you take per week? And um, I was the faker. Well, one guy put up 10 fingers. Um, <laughs> I won't tell you how many fingers mommy put up. Um, but then, uh, the, but <laughs> and then the other, no, it was, no, it was, it was an average number. And then the other girl put up a number. I put up two. What? I was the faker. Yeah. And ever, I mean, I, I take showers a lot. And so, um, now Joe, he your showers should count you? as like 50 showers. You take, sure, I take a lot. Long. Hey, you have no room to talk, son. You take long I don't showers. take nearly as long as you do though. You take long. Mommy and I can watch an entire show while you're still in the shower. I sat on the couch for an hour okay, this waiting is for, a for you podcast. to come out the bathroom. This is for a different podcast. But, um, yeah, so they said, so it was showers. So I put up two, and everyone's like, no, there's no way. I know you take more than two showers. And so, you know, I got caught. Uh, another obvious one, though, would be like a speeding ticket. If we all you know, put up one, two, three, maybe some of us would be ten on a speeding ticket. If Jaden's trying to blend in and he puts up three, we know he's the faker. Jaden can't drive. He's only 14. Yeah. So it's one of those kind of games. It's it's so much fun. That's probably my favorite one. I generally do really good at that game. That's generally the game I do best at. So Yeah. Which um, is kind of odd. Is that bad that I'm a kinda good liar? Kind of suspicious, yeah. But I'm also good at picking the fakers, though. I generally pick them Yeah, the you round, are generally so. one of the best ones at that, yeah. Um, so, uh, Jaden, overall, hmm. uh, how would you rate uh, the Jackbox games? I think I'd give this a 9. Really? These are lots and lots of fun. They really are. A long time, you know, and you can play one game for a long time, mm-hmm. and then if you're tired of that game, there's still all the other games you can play. Yeah, because you could cycle. I mean, you could easily spend two or three hours cycling through playing each game two or three times, yeah. and then going back to your favorite. So, uh, that's actually that's actually a great score, Johnny. What about you? So I actually have not played that whole. I guess the game that you have been talking about, the one with the percentages. You've only played the t-shirt one because that's all you keep talking about. <laughs> well, t-shirt. Well, yeah, and there's a couple of other ones I don't remember right now. But yeah, I've never played. I don't think my friend has that uh, package. So those actually sound really interesting. Um, I'd probably give it. Um, that's like between eight or nine because, like I said, one thing I really like about it is that there is a lot of you know creativity and just like interaction with people in that one like it's it's very free um 
eight or nine. Okay, so that's Jackbox Party Games. Again, you can pick that up on virtually every platform. If you've got anything that's smart or gaming, you can get it. Just just do a search. I promise you can get it. So um, I'd probably give it a solid eight, but the fact that it's, if I was based on a game on its own, I would say eight based on a game that is aimed at multiplayer. I think they do a bang-up job. Um, I would say give it a nine. Uh, now, that's overall on the packs. Um, the different packs, I would definitely definitely you know, gauge differently, but that three to me is one of their best ones out there. So uh, that's Jackbox Party Games. Um, oh, and uh, on one other piece of news for them right now, I think it's great that they're doing this. One of their mini games in one of their packs is called Drawful. And so Drawful 2 is basically where you you do a terrible drawing because you can't draw well with your finger on a smartphone. And then you've got to do hilarious guesses and everything else. Well, right now, because of COVID-19, they're giving the game away free on every platform i'm pretty sure it's every platform uh, on the switch they said they did it as close to free as possible and it's nine cents on the switch and so um right now take it up it's not it's not free only right now to play it's it's free to download right now for to play That's once you have it you own pennies, it though. so oh don't go back. let's not go back pennies for that one yeah they're probably i wouldn't doubt it I wonder how many bells you know, that, that would be. That goes up there to a solid dime. You know, I bet Tom Nook, I bet Tom Nook would charge like 9,000 bells for that. Yeah, I'm sure he would. Man, he gets under my skin. Anyways. All right, next game on the list is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for Ooh. the Nintendo Switch. Uh, another Switch exclusive. Um, I'm going to just say right off the bat, I give this game a solid 9 out of 10. This is an incredible Smash Brothers game. So I I've, agree with that. I've been in and out on the Smash Bros. Uh, scene back and forth. Play it, don't play it, play it. But with Ultimate, it's just the music's incredible. The textures are oh, incredible. The, the graphics are so incredible. Good. The players, it's fun. It's mayhem. It's madness. There's you so many people you can fight at. I love it. There's, everyone is here. Yeah. Literally everyone is here. Uh, John, uh, Jaden, why don't you take this one for us? What, Smash? Yeah, talk a little bit about it. All right, yeah, okay, sure. So, you know... Um, this is really the first Smash game I really got into, you know, we used to go over to these people's houses and, oh, y'all remember, uh, Mr. Sam and Christopher, they've been on show a couple of times, uh, we, you know, we'd go over there to the house a lot and they would be playing it, what do they play it on? Uh, N64. N64, yeah, they'd play it all the time on there, and so, you know, I, they'd hand me a controller every once in a while, so I'd play a little bit, but I never really got into it, and so this is the first one, the first Smash game I really got into, and it's so much fun, and I'm a boss at it, and i Beat everybody. Well, not everybody. I beat everybody in my house. You do make me mad because you do. You, not always, but you tend to beat me. Yeah, you you have your moments. I just need to learn to play. You know how to play. It's okay. I'm just not that great. Yeah, and you're Kirby too. Kirby's I a stink. good character. You know, he's always eating me. Anyways, you know my 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 uh, guy I normally play as is Donkey Kong. You know, I'm a boss with Donkey Kong. Anyways, yeah, this is a great game. You know, to play at, uh, with friends and with family and stuff. Lots of fun. Some people might get mad. Um, so I was just looking it up. There are currently but, over eighty different fighters in Smash Brothers Ultimate. And aren't isn't uh, and there's a second um, DLC pack coming. Arms. Yeah, the, aren't those so, coming? So arms. Uh, well, one character. You know. So, oh yeah. yeah so yeah, arms will be the first character released in the second DLC pack they'll be releasing. When is that a thing? Um, when is that official? I'm looking. I thought it was coming up, like here in the next uh, couple of months. Uh, I'll see if I can find a release date on that. I'm looking forward One to that. One of the things that I really appreciate about Super Smash Brothers and the reason it's on this list is that um, for anybody who plays a lot of fighting games, uh, it's 
it's it's hard to to create fighters that are unique in their own abilities. And while yes, there are uh, out of the eighty plus fighters on Super Smash Brothers, you can definitely categorize them as you know light, medium, and heavy style fighters. Your sword fighters and so on, but still they are very unique in their own abilities. Uh, you can you can master one player and make him unique enough that he's different from the rest of the players. Yeah. Um, and that's hard to do. I mean, they're constantly balancing and tweaking this game, um, but that's a feat in itself. Johnny, have you ever been big into Smash? I know you said your friends beat you. Um, yes, I'm a little biased when it comes to this game. Um, <laughs> so, as you know, you know, I got my Switch uh, last week. I was a little behind everybody else. Right. And, a little. Um, so a lot of, just three yeah. years. Just, so, hey, only three years late to the party, man. Nothing. Better late so, than ever. But, but a lot of my friends, you know, they've, been playing it since it came out and everything so they always love playing it and i always just get destroyed like it's so bad so i'm a little biased against this game i'm not a huge fan of it um i can definitely see like how it you know some positive aspects of the game you know i can see how it can be fun now have you Um, played ultimate or have you just played other smash games um what's ultimate i don't know it's it's the switch version have you played it on oh, Switch okay. or have you played it like on GameCube? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I played it on GameCube. Um, okay, yeah, so, you, so I played, you played a little bit on GameCube. Okay, so you played yeah. uh, GameCube was was it Melee? I think uh, GameCube yes, was Melee, exactly. and then the Wii U was Brawl. Yeah, I never played Brawl, but I played. Um, I did play Melee. I remember that now. Uh, sure. You um, you need to play it next time you're over here with us and just give it a shot. So, Jane, that's the second time you've hit your mic, son. Oh well, I didn't really hit it. Uh, you did it again. I quit touching that. Sound like to me. Stand. Yeah, quit touching that. What's wrong? Strap was bothering me. Dude, now you're hitting your cup on the microphone. These yeah. cost money. Anyway, it, I didn't break it. Dude, you hit it again. What hit it? <laughs> what are you What are you talking about? Every time you hit the the, the cord, we can hear it in the mic. Oh well, this strap was bothering. All me. right, Johnny, or not Johnny? Not, I'm. We're not even gonna let you rate it because you're, you know, yeah. Because because you're bad at it, you're giving, you know, doesn't you can't we can't six, count you. Five, nope, yeah. it's not a six. Uh, Jay, how would you rate this game? Nine. Yeah, I would give this a strong, solid nine. Incredible game, very well polished, well balanced, hours of fun to be had, um, and it's great when you get in there and your kids beat you up. And then when you score the occasional win, you lord it over them and you yell and scream and everything else. So, anyway, mm-hmm. moving on from that, uh, the last two games we have here again are Switch exclusives. And, and, and I know there are people out there going to be saying, "Why are you just doing Switch? Why are you just doing Switch?" Well, if we come down to family games, and you can do Google this for yourself. Look at the last three, four years of because uh, Game Award shows have gotten a lot bigger over the last several years. And if you look, who wins the uh, Family Game Awards every single time? Nintendo. It's just a fact. Their games are aimed at families. Uh, it doesn't mean that they're you know simple games. It just means that they're fun games that are you know easy and safe for the whole family. Uh, one of them that's not on this list would be Luigi's Mansion 3 that just came out. Why would you say? Not just came out. came out in October. But um, great game for the Nintendo Switch that can do two players on. And... Um, Anyway, another great game. So, but anyway, the last two games we have here are single player, uh, with I guess the second one being kind of a multiplayer. But anyway, uh, the first one right here on the list is The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. We would be remiss if we did not include this game, uh, simply because this game is this game is phenomenal. It's a it's a masterpiece. Uh, it is a Switch exclusive. Um, it's rated E ten for every or E ten and up. Um, this is a game that I love as an adult. 
Jaden loves it. The game came out three years ago, and so Jay, you started playing this game when you were wow, when you were eleven, um, and you were doing good. You enjoyed it. Uh, Caleb started playing it about a year ago. Yeah, right when he first turned eight. So at eight years old, Jaden or Caleb's playing this game, and he really enjoys this game. And so, um, man, this is not only is this one of the best Zeldas ever. This is definitely if I had to pick top five games of all time. I'm, ta- I'm talking about game series. Like, for example, Bioshock's one of my favorite game series. But this is one of my top five games ever played in my life. Period. Hands down. No competition. Um, Jaden, you've logged in a lot of time on this game. How would you rate this game? Um, yeah, uh, I think I would give it a 10 out of 10 for sure. Uh, this game is just, like, crazy fun, you know? Like, the the fighting, the story, everything you the can music. unlock, the endless amount of hours you can put in. I've only put in... Or only. I put in 130 hours or more into mm-hmm. this game. And I barely... Like, I beat Ganon, and I haven't done anything after that. Right. And that's 130 hours. I, I have put in uh, over 400 hours on this game. And um, really like this game. And, and like, even... You haven't done... I haven't like done tons, everything. You haven't no. done that much extra stuff. No, it's so frustrating. Because I, I know the number one thing that's keeping me from 100%ing this game is those Korok seeds. Yeah. It's over 800 of those... Mm. Yeah. Anywho, and how many hours do you have in? Over 400. Yeah, and you still have all the rest of that game to beat. Now, I've completed every single shrine. I've completed almost every side quest. I've, I've completed every main quest, every shrine, every memory. Um, you have all the armor sets? Have you cooked every single dish? I have every single armor set you can get. I've upgraded most of the armor sets to their max upgrades. I have not cooked every dish, but I've cooked mm. a lot of dishes. And so, that, man, right when I feel like I've like there's nothing else to do in the game, I discover something else to do in the game. And while there are, definitely are open-world games that precede Zelda, or I'm sorry, Breath of the Wild specifically, um, I don't know of any other open-world game that is truly as open-world as, as Breath of the Wild. Like, you literally, if you see it, you can get to it. You can go anywhere. You can figure out a way to climb there and get there and get to it. Uh, the only thing that limits you is... After you get off the main world, it's, it's the ocean. You can only go so far in the ocean. You you know, swim or on a, on a raft. Yeah. But, I mean, there's not a mountain you can't climb. There, I feel like I'm breaking into some song or something here. <laughs> but there's no mountain you can't climb. There's no tree you can't, you know, climb. Uh, there's just, there's so Although much Although in the shrines, game. you can't climb the walls and stuff. Unless it, it's meant to be climbed. But sure. everything else in shrines, you can't climb. That That's probably the only limitation that I can yeah. even think of in this game. Besides, you can't swim underwater. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Just a phenomenal game. It's actually game. pretty disappointing. They could have done lots of cool stuff underwater. I would wonder what they... Yeah, they would have to do some kind of air tank, air mask or something. Um, you're signaling me. Oh, because you're, you're touching your mic. Okay. Um, because if you get in the water too much, then you drown. You know, you, you lose stamina, yeah. a.k.a. breath. Well, in there, I mean, so. I remember... Um, we used to play other Zelda. Like, what, yeah. what was um, the other one we played? Was it? Uh, you've played several with me. The one you're thinking is probably Skyward Sword, and you could put on like the lead iron boots or whatever, and then you could. I don't it, even remember, but you could go underwater. Right, it would take you underwater because it makes you heavy and everything. Yeah, they yeah. should have done something like that. Well, I'm game. I'm super excited. You know, Breath of the Wild two is supposed to be, or I mean, I don't know if yeah. it's called two officially, uh, but the second uh, one, man, it looks so good, and that's coming out. There's no release date yet. I have a feeling it's coming out the holiday of this year. You know, the, this holiday of 2020, the Xbox uh, One ser- or the Xbox Series X, Xbox One Series X, and then the PlayStation Five are both coming out this holiday. 
Uh, Nintendo needs something really big, you know, coming out the gate so people can decide what's going to be getting. Second Breath of the Wild would that would be a console yeah. seller, hands down. People would buy consoles just to play that game. So if you haven't bought one yet, you'd buy one for that. So. Uh, Johnny, I know you're fairly new into the game. I don't know how many hours you've got logged in there, but um, so far, first impressions, what are you thinking about Breath of the Wild? Um, yes, I'm really liking it so far. Uh, I, I'm i only in the second area. I just beat the first region, and now I'm in the second one. I've completed probably, including the, the first four, I've probably completed, I think, eight shrines total. So I'm pretty new still. But so far, I'm really liking it. Um, one thing that does set this game apart for me is that you really can climb all the mountains. And, you know, I'm so programmed to think when I see a mountain, I'm like, oh, you can't go up there. But you can climb them. And you may, you know, drink a potion halfway up to renew your stamina, but you can climb it. And, see, and that's then one of find the, things, the flower. That's one of the things that are amazing <laughs> about Breath of the Wild is that there are, I mean, there's virtually no limitations. I mean, it may be stamina. It may be that it's wet. Uh, if you haven't been to a region that's ranged yet, maybe. But if you're trying to climb a wall when it's raining, you can't do it. Oh yeah, you can't do Just it. Got there. There's and the, and the elements, you know, the, being too hot, being too cold, lightning. There's so many things in the game. Um, you've completed how many shrines? Um, so I completed you know, the first area before you get your glider. I think there's four of them, and I think I just completed my fourth one outside of there. So I'm around eight, maybe nine. Okay, so you still have um, 112 shrines to go. There you go. If you want to, if you want to gotten, complete the whole thing. And I think I've gotten four of those seeds that you were talking about. The Korok seeds. Ah, the lovely Korok seeds. Have you figured out what they are yet? Yes, I can carry additional weapons now. No, 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 no. Do you know what the seeds themselves are? Um, He puts them in his... Uh, okay. No the, toy you're, thing. You're on, so, yeah, the, I don't, I don't you're on the wrong track. I'll leave it alone. I don't know. And you'll, you'll uh, I'll, I'll tell you off the off the air. So I don't want to spoil it for, for Uncle okay, John okay. here. So, all right, let's move on. Uh, the last again, that's uh, Zelda: Breath of the Wild. It's E ten and up. Um, but I would let my 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 young kids play it. There's nothing inappropriate in it. That's just there's there's fighting in it. You know, so they've got to rate it. Um, the last game that we're going to talk about here is Super Mario Odyssey, rated E 10, 10 and up. Um, again, this is one of the few games I, I'm going to give this game a 10 out of 10. Uh, this game is perfect to me. I absolutely love this game. Uh, I've talked about it on the show before about this being one of the few games to where I'm playing a level and something happens and I, I actually break into a full smile and I'm smiling while playing this game and there's so much joy and I don't mean just I enjoy playing a game. There's like actual joy in playing this game. Uh, there's one level, and I won't spoil it, but there's this one level uh, at the end of the story mode that pays tribute to every past Mario, basically going from the original all the way to where you are now. And for that entire scene of that last part of that level, I was grinning ear to ear, you know, big smile, playing it just with pure joy in my heart, loving this game. And so for me, uh, maybe part of it's a nostalgia factor, but I just think they did an incredible job. The 3D controls feel great. The 2D modes are awesome. Using Cappy to take over, you know, a T-Rex, and you're playing as a T-Rex. I mean, everything about this game, I just, I cannot say enough about this game. And the game goes on. It, there's a ton of content. It's the largest Mario game I've ever played. Jay, what about you? This game is amazing, and it makes me so happy, and I really like it. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10 because I really like this game. Sounds like you're about to cry. And it's lots of fun. And I like it when you throw your hat. 
Cappy? That's his name, right? Cappy. Yeah, you've got Cappy, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I have one upstairs. Yeah, in my you have room. one upstairs in, in your room. Oh, uh, yeah, I like it when you throw him and then you, like, take control of the thingies. But I like it when you have to, you know? Like, when, you ha- when you're when trying to get, like, f- like uh, solve a puzzle or something, mm-hmm. you're trying to move on, you, like, have to uh, throw Cappy on something mm-hmm. to, like, control it to move a platform right. or whatever. I just think it's really cool how they incorporated that in the game yeah play. it's not something that you can just you can do it um they really made it a necessity and you and man it feels so good normally motion controls i, I think after the wii oh, the motion everyone nice. was done with motion controls after the wii we were done nintendo no more motion controls thank you for giving us back a regular controller you know with the switch uh, this is one of the few games where it's designed for motion and so if you you, you play the game I mean, the way it's designed to play, you can play the Pro Controller, but the way it's designed to play is with one Joy-Con in either hand without using the grip. And the way that you just, you naturally get used to just flicking your right hand and you're just, you're just, you know, throwing the hat. It feels so good. And then the little spins that he does and just great game. And so yep. that Super Mario Odyssey. And it, then all the outfits you can get. Oh, oh man. man. Jinx. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Anyways. Um,. Okay. There is a there is a free DLC for that where you can. Um, it, it's pretty it's pretty weak. Basically, um, the DLC enables two player mode where. Oh, not, that was so much fun. Well, it, it, it's fun for a bit and then it's tiring because basically yeah. here, here's the whole game. You have an amazing ten out of ten game and then you get like a. I'm gonna be generous and give it a six out of ten DLC pack, um, just because it's 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 fun. It's okay. Um, but basically, it's just you're you know you can come in as Luigi, and you know one player comes in and hides the balloons, and the other player has to go and find the balloons. I thought it was and lots of fun. Me and Caleb played it for hours. I thought it was fun. How many days have you played it? I don't know. I haven't played Odyssey in a long time. Well, even the DLC, like that multiplayer mode, I played it briefly, and then I moved on. For example, Luigi's Mansion's three DLC or not DLC, but um, two player mode when you play as Luigi. Is great. They could have done something more along that line, where somebody could have been tagging along with Mario or or, or something. I don't know. Can't something. you also play um, where one person's Cappy and the other one is Mario? You know, you might be right on that because I was Isn't just thinking. I wish they would do something like that, but you might. Because be... I thought I remember oh, you, you and me right. doing that. One you time. are right. Yeah, and that's before the DLC came out. You are right. Yeah, but again, that's still kind of yeah. Just... That was that was hard. It's hard to do that much. It's really hard. So anyway, that's Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, I know Johnny, you don't have that yet. Um, Great game. And again, I know there's a lot of games that we we left off the list, and you're probably thinking there's games that you would add to the list. But these were just some of our top picks right now. While you're quarantining yourself inside your house, bunkering down somewhere, uh, you're going to get tons of good playthrough for your money right here. These are great games. And so, uh, without further ado, let's move on to Indie Corner. All right, so here in Indie Corner, uh, sorry, I'm looking over at Jaden's doing his little, there's this little uh, jig, this little dance that Jaden does every time we go into Indie Corner, which, which is great. So uh, the goal behind Indie Corner is to help you find games that are on sale for the eShop and other places uh, when you don't have time to go hunt for sale. So for example, um, there could be, I think right now there's 800 and something games on sale in the eShop right now. Uh, which is great, but who has time to go through 800 games and you want to spend 
five bucks on that game, two bucks on that game, uh, or you know Johnny's thing, two hundred pennies, five hundred pennies. pennies. So, so we picked out uh, three games. Now, a couple of these we've talked about on the show before, but these games are so good that I want to mention them again. And the caveat behind behind Indie Corner is that what is caveat? Uh, the the requirements the the thing that makes this work for us here is that it has to be a game that's five dollars or less and so uh, th- that's that's the that's the main the main catch here so right. um, we talked about Bastion uh, last week oh, I like being that an game. indie game of how much fun it was that game's awesome uh, we've all played it Johnny mm-hmm. I know you talked about it last week Jaden you've talked about it um, Bastion yes. is rated E ten and plus. Uh, it's normally fourteen ninety nine on the Nintendo eShop. You can get it up right now though for two dollars and ninety nine cents, which wow. is an absolute steal. steal. Johnny, I know you were playing that on PC, but for three bucks, I think that's totally worth you picking it up on the Switch. I'm just saying, it's it's only uh, three hundred pennies. Right about that. It's only, only three hundred pennies. pennies plus tax, so it's like um, oh three hundred twenty four pennies or something. All right, whatever. It's raining pennies. J- Jaden's mocking me. He just so we ha- we own, we have every single amiibo from the amiibo collection except for one. We're still waiting on Corn Player Two. Yeah. Anybody out there who loves us, you want to give us Corn Player Two? I'd love you forever. But anyway, he's pulling the Animal Crossing amiibo, Tom Nook himself, <laughs> and shaking him in my face. I'm just looking at him, getting mad. Like Tom Nook, I'm holding you in my hand. I'm going to crush you as we speak. No, I he's can't. a good guy. I right, put him back. Uh, so quickly here, we're running late on time. Jaden, how would you rate Bastion? Um, I think I'd give that an eight. You know, I think I kind of got out of it for a while, but just because I got sleepy. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I wasn't so great game, if I, if I wasn't so sleepy all the time, I would like play that game all the time. That game was it's so a good so much game. fun. Oh, yeah. the narrator, the voice. Oh, he was so the good. The music. I mean. It's one of the it's one of the earlier indie games that really shines, saying yeah. this game can stand toe to toe to a triple A title. Yeah, really great game, Johnny. What about you? Um, so I'm actually not super far in it. I actually recently just started playing it, but then I got my Switch, so I kind of got distracted. Um, so far, it's it is a ton of fun. Um, I'm just now beginning to be able to upgrade things. Um, the narrate the narrator in and of itself is actually amazing. Like he makes the game 10 times more enjoyable and exciting and you want to keep walking you want to keep playing so that so you know what he says next like he's the best feature of the game yeah Um, it's incredible for an indie game like it's one of the best indie games out there uh i'd say for an indie game it's an easy nine like it's probably it's just fun like i haven't like genuinely enjoyed a game like that in a while uh, I absolutely no, I totally agree. Great game. Um, it's an eight for me, uh, only because uh, some of the controls for some of the weapons don't feel as tight as they need to, and that's a big thing for me on games. It's not a platformer, um, but you. But in some ways, um, it acts like a twin stick shooter without truly being one. But it's just some of how it aims, and whatnot, like like with the bow and the repeaters and things like that. Um, and so for me, it's but it's a strong eight. So it's a definitely it's a great game. You need to go pick it up. And so uh, the next game on our list is Steam World Dig. And so do yourself a favor um, if you haven't played Steam World Dig. I know we've talked about it on the show a lot, but Steam World Dig right now on the Nintendo eShop is normally nine ninety nine. You can pick it up for two dollars and forty nine cents. But Steam World Dig one, Steam World Dig two, and Steam World Dig Heist Ultimate Edition are all on sale. Um, Dig two would have actually made the list, but it's actually. 
It's a $20 game on sale for, I believe it's $750. Uh, so we're not going to talk about that one. Solid game. Uh, where I would give SteamWorld Dig an 8, SteamWorld Dig 2, I'd give it a definite 9. Uh, and then SteamWorld Heist Ultimate Edition, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 as well. Um, and for the sake of time, all three of these games you can get on uh, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Steam. And so again, SteamWorld Dig 1 is 249, 2 is 749, I believe it was, and then uh, Heist is 499. And so, Johnny, I know you have just recently got into SteamWorld Dig, so tell me what you think about the game. Yeah, so I'm not super far in it. Um, again, because a lot of games at once. Um, but it is, it's fun. It's, it's more complex than you first think. When you first start playing it, at first, my first thought was like, oh, it feels like a game on like a mobile, like, you know, something on my phone. And I was like, oh, it's very basic, just digging. But then they, they slowly begin to add a few more features to it. You can upgrade certain things. And um, it's it's getting more complex. So I, I do want to try it, try to get played a little bit more and try to see exactly how far the rabbit hole goes or, goes, or you know, how, how far, I guess, the mine shaft goes. I don't know. You're going um, you're gonna to love it. I'm telling you, you're, you're going to absolutely love it. I give SteamWorld Dig the first one an 8. Uh, I'd want to give it a 9, but it's not as good as the second one. Second one is leagues uh, ahead of this one, and where I would almost want to give not, uh, the second one a ten. I'm just very, very few games are a ten for me, so I'm giving two a nine. The first one an eight. Uh, SteamWorld World SteamWorld Heist Ultimate Edition is actually um, it's uh, it's a turn based game. Um, I'm trying to think how to describe it better than that, but it's a turn based game. And you go in there, and you've got to you know fight the bandits that come in, and and you're shooting different weapons, and your bullets can ricochet. You can get laser targeting. You can do grenades. Really fun game. Very different game from the Dig series, but still in the same Steam World uh, universe. So I definitely check those games out. Again, for two dollars and forty nine cents, it's a absolute must buy. You need to pick that game up. For sure. uh, the last game uh, for Indie Corner that I want to talk about, this goes out of our, our uh, $5 range, and that would be Golf Story, rated E for everyone. You can get that on Nintendo Switch and Steam. This game is normally $14.99, and it's on sale for $7.49. Uh, this is a really good game. Uh, if you hear golf and you think boring story, even more boring, uh, this game is a hilarious story that has RPG elements into it. Uh, it's just a really really good game um it's a solid really eight for me out of ten no, I, 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 I didn't before. say three really so i'm only oh, giving it sorry. two really it's really really um, but it's a great game on, definitely definitely check it out so uh jaden you haven't played that johnny have you played, no, played golf this. story i have not all right well don't worry uh, like always we're gonna put links to all of these games in the show notes so whatever podcast app you're using right now if you're streaming online or spotify or apple Podcasts or any of those uh, right there in, the, in your show notes as you're listening, just scroll down and you'll see a link to each one of these platforms and you can buy the game right there on the spot. One thing that we are going to do before we move on to our next segment here is that um, we have signed up with Humble, Bum, Humble Bundle and uh, we will have a link to the current deals with Humble Bundle. Um, and by doing that, we get a little support for the show as well. And so if you're into Humble Bundle, you definitely check it out through our our show and uh, you may like the current bundle they're offering, Humble, Humble Bundle. If you don't understand, if you've never uh, messed with it before, um, they price games differently. It's almost like crowdsourced funding. You know, the more somebody play, pays, the less you pay, or, or you can do whatever you want. But a big portion of the proceeds go directly to different charities. And so, 
it's a great way to get a game at a good price while still supporting a charity. So it's, it's great. You should check them out regardless of the show. Just go check them out. But we will start linking the current uh, bundle that they're doing directly in our show notes. And again, if you are interested in it and you do it through the show, we would appreciate it. it actually does give us a little bit of feedback as far as helping support the show. Um, let's go ahead and move on to our last segment here, which is tabletop gaming. Now, before we jump into this, uh, Johnny, I know that last week when you joined the show with us for the pre-show, we were just showing you the equipment and doing some of the sound checks, and you're like, I know that tune. So, Johnny. Is that StarCraft? You spoke too early. I was going to say, if you can guess that, I'm giving you a free Switch game when you come over tomorrow. But I didn't say that, and you already guessed it, so sorry. Am I right, though? You just lost this. Okay, for bonus points. Which, uh, my mind went blank, which, um, not Civ, which uh, race? Uh, Terran. Terran? You got it. Right? Which StarCraft? Oh. Which StarCraft? Uh, I forgot what it's called. Was it Brood Wars or something? It's, it's, right. out of, it's, it's, it's Brood, it's, you're close enough. It's out of the first StarCraft. The StarCraft yeah, the one, first one, yeah, and then they had Brood one. Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that yeah. is... <laughs> Yeah, so, so just if you're... It, it bothered me so much last week. <laughs> <laughs> this goes back quite a way, so I'm going to play it one more time here just for uh, now that we've talked about it. Here it is. This get, this this soundtrack for StarCraft, uh, the first one, is great. Uh, love all the tracks. has a, a very mid-'90s, uh, early 2000 feel to it. Uh Nah, I forget 2000s. Very good mid 90s feel. Uh, like the guitar so in there and everything game else. For him so. Nope, because he did not guess Wait, it. Wait, but you said bonus points, though. I just said bonus points. I didn't say free switch game for bonus points. Oh. Uh, and what does that do to uh, gaming? I don't know. We needed a soundbite, and I really like that soundbite. Well, what's, what's the point of bonus points if he doesn't get a game? Hey, Jaden, you can be grounded from your switch for a week. What? Good nephew right there. I'll just play on the Xbox. It's okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, for Tabletop Gaming, we haven't done this uh, segment in, in a few weeks now, but Tabletop Gaming is where we talk about you know games that you play on the table. They're analog games, non-digital. That, and these are games that we play as a family actively right now that we really enjoy. The last game we co- covered was Carcassonne. And so um, if you're new to the show, what we do is we give you information on each game as far as how many players, how long does it take to play, what's the age, um, what's the price, the rating, as well as we go from uh, board, uh, BoardGameGeek.com and we take their, their uh, they call it a weight rating. So basically out of you know zero to five, five being heavy, me- meaning five being complex uh, of the game, the complexity. So the lower the rating, the better it is on this. So the three games that we're going to talk about right now, we're not going to take a lot of time because we are just over the hour mark. Uh, we've got a board game, a card game, and a dice game we want to talk about. So the first one is a board game called Ticket to Ride. Um, it's it's a really great game. We've been playing this game for about two years as a family. And uh, just to give you the stats on it real fast here, it's two to five players. A game takes roughly 30 to 60 minutes to play. It's ages eight and up. The weight of this game is 1.86 out of five, so it's fairly easy to learn. A uh, board game... Geeks give it a uh, 7.4 out of a 10 rating. I'd probably give it closer to an 8.5. Um, Melissa and I really like this game. We we have played this game a lot. We'll go on dates and go sit at a Starbucks. Man, I miss doing that. <laughs> it's just times like oh, right now we know yeah, when everything's shut down. But anyway, 
uh, we'd go sit at a Starbucks and we play this game on our iPad. And so uh, the physical copy of this game, the MSRP, the MSRP, slow down there a little bit, is forty nine ninety nine. Um, but you can generally get it for around forty dollars. And so these are, you know, we talked about it with Carcassonne. There are there are board games, but then there are board games. Um, there's the standard what? Milton Bradley, you know, Parker Brother games that you grew up with, like Monopoly and whatnot, that you can pick up for 15 bucks at Target or Walmart. Um, and they're simple. But then there are games like Carcassonne, Sailor's of Catan, Ticket to Ride, things like this. Um, and so why are these board games? Because these are, these are definitely deeper, more detailed strategy, less draw, you know, of the, you know, just pick up the luck, things like that. These, these are really fun games. And so uh, Ticket to Ride is basically, the, the, the easy way to describe it is um, the base game is you're looking at a map of, of the U.S. and you have all of these major cities in the U.S. and you've got train tracks. And so you're building train tracks. And as you pull cards, it'll say, make a, make a train track, make a connection from, let's say, Dallas to Chicago. And so you've got to make your connection there. And everybody's making different connections. Well, the competitiveness gets in there to where it's all your tracks are based on points. The longer the track, the more points you get. The more tracks completed, the more tracks you get. But then you can cross each other and block somebody from making another track and, and completely cut them off. And the thing with that is, is that by the end of the game, when you run out of trains, if you haven't completed a track yet, you actually lose points. So if one of your routes that you're trying to do, let's say um, L.A. to New York is right around 22 points-ish. I think that's about right, about 22 points. If you get it, that's a lot of good points. If you don't get it, then you lose 22 points. Yeah. Even if you had all of it completed but one, you still lose the points. You're constantly drawing new cards to see what your new destination is. Because at the beginning of the game, you start with three, right? Uh, well, you, you, you draw, you draw three, you have to start with at least two. Okay. Okay. So you draw three at the beginning of the game. So you have three, you have however many cards at a time that say, go from here to here, from here to here. So for a while, if you're trying to go from LA to New York, that's going to take a while right. because it's all the way across. But then when you're done with that one, then you draw another card and now you might try to get to Miami. Right. So your, your, your path is constantly, uh, changing. And so it makes it really easy for you to run into somebody else. Yeah, and the thing is, you can't just, it's not like just, well, I'll just build a track somewhere else. All the tracks um, are either multicolored, meaning they're either blue, yellow, red, right. white, black, whatever, uh, or it's a neutral color. If it's a neutral color, you can build any trains you want there. But the way the tracks work is if you have a long blue track to do, then you have to use blue trains. And the trains that you get are randomly drawn every time you draw. So you may be sitting with a hand of like, you know, eight pinks, three blues, and two whites, and you're thinking, I need red and green right now, and I'm not getting it. Actually, I don't think there are any green tracks. Red or yellow, that's a good example. Yeah. Yeah. But you need yeah. red or yellow, and if you're not getting it, then you're not. So instead of going just, you know, the shortest point, you know, between A and Z is a straight line, you may not be able to do a straight line. You may have to go and All do this huge around. circle. Yeah, this half circle yeah. around because you don't have the right trains to cover the right track. So anyway, it's a great game. Um, we love it just playing as two players. It's a great family game. Um, it is a little bit on the pricey side, but it's totally worth it. I mean, you're getting into some solid games here. I mean, these are the kind of games and, you do you know, competitions with. And, you know, it can with. help you learn your cities, you know. If you're if you're playing with your family, you're playing with your young kids. If you're geographically challenged. Yeah. Yeah. You can, yeah, you can learn your major U.S. cities. So that's fun. You can also pick up this game, the mobile version, in both iOS and Android, and it runs for $6.99, uh, which is great for 7 bucks, and you can... 
uh, that's how Melissa and I have it. We both have it on our iPads, and we'll go to Starbucks and play it on our iPads. And so um, it's it's it, it's not as fun as playing it on the real board and seeing everything, but if you want a quick match, you can definitely do there. So, again, that's Ticket to Ride, a great game. That's the board game that we're re- recommending uh, this time for the show. The next game is Skipbo, and Skipbo may be a game that you've played in the past. This is a card game. Players two to six, an average uh, game takes about 20 minutes, you know, assuming the cards line up right. Uh, again, ages eight and up. This one has a weight of 1.23, so very easy to learn. Um, board Game Geeks gives it a 5.5, and I'm just going to be honest with you, I don't really care for this game, so I'm going to give it a five myself. And uh, the MSRP on this one is $7.99. So this is a really cheap game you can go pick up. It's a card game. Um, Jay, how would you... You've played this a lot more than I do. How would you explain Skipbo? Uh, Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember. I haven't played it in a long while. So... Yeah, I can't remember right now. Uh, Johnny, have you... (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Johnny, have you played Skipbo? I don't think so. I think your son just told me about it. I think Caleb's told me about it. I'm trying to pull like, it up right now. Okay, that's uh that's a great yeah. that's a great uh segment right there. Um let me just read this to you. This is a small little clip here. Skippo is the ultimate sequencing card game from the makers of Uno. Oh, I don't know it was made from makers of Uno. Yeah, it's yeah. Huh. Players use skill and strategy to create stacks of sequentially numbered ascending cards, two, three, four, etc., until they have no more left to play. And that is oh, how you play. You've got to yeah, play yeah. it and, and you have four different stacks and yep. everything else. And One, two, three, four, five, six, Yeah, there's different stacks. You can play on other people's stacks or something like that and And, and then block the first, first person to get rid of uh, your stack wins. So here's one of the things I get frustrated about Skipbo is that you can play on other people's stacks, but you can also block people. So if you know somebody has, some of the games are hidden for yourself, but other cards you have are on the table that everybody can see. And if you know, if I play an eight, and the next player is going to play a nine, you may want to block them, and you'll hold that card back. And if you play with some, some people don't like to be competitive when they play. And I don't understand that, because you play a game to win. Am I, am I wrong? Some people play just to have a good time. But, but hold on, hold on. Sense. I've never read instructions that don't include this one segment. Now, it may be titled slightly differently, but every instructions I've ever seen says it says how this. How to win. How to win. But some people just play It doesn't for say fun. how to lose or how to have a good time while losing. It says how to win. Well, some people aren't super competitive and they just want to have fun. I'm also the dad that is totally against participation trophies. You either won or you lost. Yeah. You got first, second, third place. Other than that, you don't get a trophy. You lost. Hey. Oh, wait. Never <laughs> Look, mind. when I was growing up playing sports, we didn't have participation trophies. We got you know trophies based on what place we got. So yeah. anyway, don't write into the show. I don't it's just whatever. I don't. It's whatever. So. Anyway, so that's Skippo. The last game we're going to talk about, oh, that could have went real bad, is uh, Farkle. Farkle is a dice game, players two to six. It takes an average of about 20 to 30 minutes to play this game. Again, ages eight and up. I think um, I think eight's a little high. I think you could totally have fun with your kid playing this definitely at seven, maybe even six. Um, this is a fun game. The weight on this one is 1.12, so very easy to pick up. Uh, board game geeks gives it gives it a five point five. Um, it is a rather simple game, but I think the fun factor. I'd give this closer to about a seven rating. Uh, the MSRP on this one is about eight eight dollars nine dollars. You know seven ninety nine eight ninety nine depending 
depending on where you pick it up. This game's great. Uh, in this game, you roll dice. Um, there's a score pad, and you roll dice. And I think, is it six dice, Jay? Is that right? Yes. It's six dice. And so basically, um, it, when it's your turn, it's, it's, you, you roll, and depending on how your, your, your dice lay, you can score you know uh, 50 points, 100 points, 1,000 points, and I think the highest one is 2,500 points. And basically, every time you roll... You must be able to pick up points from that roll and set them to the side, and then you can roll again. But if you're unable to pick up points at all from that roll, then you farkle. And so the frustrating part is that you may be on a really good roll, and you're like, I'm at 300, I'm at 500, and then you get a roll, and you're at 1,500, and you're like, do I, do, I, do I pass, do I move, or do I keep going? That's where I get in trouble, and then Caleb, our 8-year-old, he is he's just like me when it comes to this kind of game, and it's like... I'm never taking Caleb to Vegas. <laughs> Caleb and I going to Vegas, we would lose all of our money. Um, we're, you know, we're not, we, we, we don't gamble. You know, Melissa and I don't gamble. But one of the things we do enjoy doing, uh, I guess I shouldn't say we don't gamble. Um, we don't, it's not a part of our lifestyle. But one of the things we do is that when we go out of town, um, like on a cruise ship, whatever, uh, Melissa loves taking 10 bucks or 5 bucks and playing the slot machines. Well, and she'll <laughs> do the penny slots. Well, here's the thing. On a penny slot, if you get $8, that's the jackpot. Jackpot's 8 bucks. It's not like 500 or anything else. It's 8 And so when Melissa and I are playing these, you know, this game, generally she's playing, and I'm just sitting there watching her, and I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. And then she gets $8. And I'm like, one, one more penny. She's like, no, I'm done. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> one more penny. And then we're up $12. So we've made $2. We started with 10 one, one, one more penny. And then we lose everything. I'm like, She's like, all right, it's time to go. I'm like, no, 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 wait, just one more dollar, one more dollar. Let, let, we can get it back, one more dollar. Yeah, and then we get, eight, then watch, we get up to eight dollars, and she's like, I'm done. I'm like, no, 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 we we gotta get our twelve dollars back, you know. And now we're up to twelve. Now we're up to fifteen. And then generally by that point, she's like, we're done, we're leaving. So in Farkle, <laughs> Caleb's a similar way. He'll be rolling the dice, and he's up to like twenty five hundred, and he's like. You know, it's, he's got the fever. He's like, I gotta go one more time. He, he's got, and he's like, should I risk it or not? And he's so funny because he'll get the dice and he's like, oh man. And you, his whole body's into it. He's getting ready to roll these dice and he's shaking them with both hands and he lets loose on the table and then he farkles and he's like, no. And he falls to the ground, you know, crying, you know, and it's just like, and I'm like, sorry, dude, you should you should have stopped. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I would have kept going. See, so. I'm the opposite. <laughs> I, you know, I'll get a thousand points and I'm content. You know, I'll just, I'm, I'll stop, you know. I'll oh get 500 goodness. and I'm fine. You know, all the little points add up. Well, again, the game is called Farkle. Um, while you're quarantined, I'd say pick up this game, uh, regardless of how old your kids are, or maybe it's just, you know, you and your spouse or whatever. It's a great game. So, again, those games were Ticket to Ride, uh, it's a board game, Skipbo, which is a card game, and Farkle, which is a dice game. And we will put links to all of these. I'm going to have a long time on the show notes this week. But all these links will be in the show notes. And so have fun with that and uh, stay safe. Johnny, thank you for coming on the show. It's Lots of fun having you on here with yeah, us. Yeah, it's real cool. Oh, absolutely, no problem. Next time we'll need to get you here in the studio. Uh, it's a little bit more fun having you here with us, but I'm glad you're able to join us tonight. And, um, yeah, a lot of fun. Anything you want to say as we close the show out? Uh, I don't think so. Well, thanks for having me, and I'll hope I'm back again. 
All right. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at DadsGC as well as Facebook.com slash DadsGamingCorner. Uh, as always, please drop us a line at HeyDad at DadsGamingCorner.com. Send us your thoughts, your questions, uh, and, and your own story. I, I, we haven't got any stories yet, and I really want to hear a story from a mom and a dad, and uh, it would be really cool. Uh, make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast, and leave us a good review. We'd really enjoy that. And as always, if you'd like to help support the show financially, you can do so via Patreon at Patreon.com slash Dad's. Gaming Corner. One of the things that we're looking at doing on there is a side bit. Uh, there's a lot of fun things that Jade and I do that are more comedy oriented that kind of like bloopers that don't make it into the show. We're going to upload a lot of that to Patreon. And then we're looking at a couple of different ideas to do uh, that we can't really include into the show because it, it doesn't hit the aim of what the show's targeting. Um, so we got some fun ideas there. But anyway, uh, again, that's patreon.com slash dad's gaming corner. Jay, anything you want to say? No, that, that that's about it. You know, that was a good show. You know, thanks, a- thanks for coming, Uncle Johnny. That was cool. No problem, buddy. Yeah. All right. Everyone out there, stay safe. We'll see you all next week.